Hey everybody, welcome back to Drusha Deconstructed. I'm Rabbi Yitzhi Ganak and I'm joined by... Rabbi Scott Hoberman. And Rabbi Ariel Schreier. Alright, we are back. It was a wonderful Shavuos, I hope. And this week we'll be reading Parshas Nasso. And it's my turn to present a medrash or discussion for, uh, for this week's Parsha. And boy, do I have a medrash for us this week. Ooh. I know you guys are excited. Um, so actually, one of the things that I really like about Drush Deconstructed are conversations that I have to find like a really different kind of medrash. It can't be something that's simplistic. Um, not that any medrash is really simplistic, but like I really try to find something out there. Um, and I go through uh, different svarim that I sometimes wouldn't look to. So today, um, I use the medrash tanchuma. I haven't, it's not one of my standard um, Sparring that I opened when looking for drushos. Yeah, you hear the binding crack when you open it. Yeah, except I did it. Guy. Yeah, more Medrash Rabba. This one I did on my uh, on my phone, so the app cracked as I as I opened it up. But uh, I want to share a Medrash, and it's in Simon Yud, a Medrash Tanchuma. This week's parsha, we read about the mitzvah for the Kohanim to bless the Jewish people. It's called Duchenim Berakos Kohanim. We in Chutzlars uh, only do this. On Yantif. We just did it on Shavuos. Right, right. We just did it on Shavuos. And it, it's actually a really wonderful experience. I try to bring my kids in for that because it's a mitzvah deraisa. It's a biblical commandment, not only to give the blessing, but according to some Rishonim, the Urayim and others, it's a mitzvah to receive the blessing also. So I try to be there for that mitzvah deraisa and I want to bring others there also. As a child, one of my favorite times was, you know, I didn't even wear a talus, getting under my father's talus. You must have been older because I try to with my kids and they don't like it at all. They don't, they, who would want somebody else's talus over your face? But either way, so the, the Torah tells us, So Moshe should speak to Aaron, and his children, the Kohanim, saying, so you should bless the Jewish people, you should say to them, and then it tells the three verses of the blessing, etc. So the Medrash says something very interesting, and again, this is Medrash in Medrash and Chuma Simen Yod, and I didn't discuss this with Rabbi Shrey and Rabbi Hoberman yet, no, We're gonna, no, no. but I feel like there's a great Russia um, inside this Medrash. So the Medrash says as follows. If our listeners are wondering, he's scrolling through his phone, trying to find the medrash. Right, right. I, the, the phone, it was, it's in Simon test, that's why. So the medrash says as follows. Amakosh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, It used to be that I would bless humanity, and I would bless the creations. Like we know in Parshish Barashas, Hashem blesses Adam, Hashem blesses the fish, Hashem blesses the fruit trees. Um, and the Medrash lists, I blessed Adam and I blessed Chava. And it blessed Noah and I blessed his children. And I blessed Avraham, as the Pasuk says, Avraham And at that point Hashem said to Avraham, From now on, I'm handing over the brachos to you, to Avraham. As the Pasuk says, that you will be able to bless others. And then the Medrash details how Avraham does that. So Avraham has two children, Yishmael and Yitzchak. And Avraham chooses to bless Yitzchak. 
Yitzchak blessed Yaakov. Then Yaakov had 12 sons. And Yaakov blesses all 12 sons. And what the Medrash, I think, is saying over here is that it used to be that Hashem had the bracha. He gave it to Avraham to give to his descendants. And the final, I guess, resting place of that power of blessing is for the Kohanim. That's the end of the Medrash. But what interests me is the, 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 there are two transitions. The first is from God to people, from Hashem to Avram and his descendants. But then there's an inconsistency. Like Avraham blesses one of his children. He blesses Yitzchak. Yitzchak blesses one of his children. He blesses Yaakov. Yaakov blesses all of his children. And who blessed the Kohanim? How did they get it? So it seems that what the Medrash is saying that it, was, it went as an inheritance. The, it kind of took a pause after right. the Shvatim. It was given to all the Shvatim, but then it becomes and then it became focused only on right, the focused on the Kohanim. It would be too much maybe for all the... You know, because it's, it's focused internally. It used to be that the, the parent blessed the child, and now it's the Jewish people are much broader, so they bless each other. So it's one group, the Kohanim blessing the Jewish people. And I think that's really interesting. I think it's interesting that sometimes you bless everybody and sometimes you bless some people. And it's also um, up to Avraham to choose which of his children he wants to give the blessing to. Right? Does he want to give the blessing to Yishmael or does he want to give the blessing to Yitzchak? And it sounds like from this measure that he could have chosen one way, one way or the other. It's also interesting just with with that choice, like Yitzchak was trying to choose a different option. That's what I'm teaching now in third grade. When Yaakov comes and Yitzchak says the famous words, Hakol kol Yaakov he's unsure who's in front of him, and he wanted to give the bracha to Esav, but Yaakov did some, Yaakov and Rivka made a plan, and Yaakov ended up with that blessing. So, yes, we do have choices as humans, but God has his divine plan maybe also running through. So that's why it gets narrower and narrower as it, as it goes on, because Hashem is trying to direct it at a specific point. It's interesting, because when, the way you explained it then, like Hashem gave over the power of bracha, or however you want to understand that, gave it over to mankind, gave it to Abraham, but then you're saying, but Hashem is still guiding it. Perhaps we could suggest that. That's interesting. Right, you know, it reminds me of that, famous briskarov about about Berkas Avram there, there's a question whether or not um, did Yitzhak really have the power to choose Esav now this is a background for this medrash and as I as I said it I gave them the opportunity to choose but it's not so clear there's a long discussion about this it seems like Avraham really had no option of, of choosing Yishmael for the bracha um, but Yitzchak could have chosen Esav to be his heir. Um, and that was, that was up in the air until the, the very end. Um, and it's only because of Rivka that, that Yitzchak ultimately makes, ultimately makes the choice to choose Yaakov. This is a very long discussion, but it's, a, it's interesting how much um, is given to humanity and how much is given to Hashem. But I think that, that's what interests me in this Medrash. The reason I think this Medrash is interesting is because it takes something like bracha, blessing, and something that originally belonged only to Hashem, 
and Hashem says, I'm giving it to humanity, specifically in our case, I'm giving it to the Kohanim, and they're going to be in my place to give bracha. And I'm thinking that maybe that's a, an interesting charge, it's an interesting, an interesting drasha to say that well, we, if we are the source of bracha now, as a conduit from Hashem, so how do we, how do, we do that? Um, what does it mean to be the blessers in place of God? We the Kohanim or we the recipients so of the blessing? We the Kohanim, but the Kohanim are part of the Jewish people, right? Uh, it was Avraham, it was Yitzchak, it was Yaakov, and now it's the Kohanim. But right. really, the Kohanim are just a subset of the Jewish people. So maybe we have to first think about step one. What does it mean when Hashem is giving the power of bracha to Avraham? Like, well, who would you rather get a bracha from, Avraham or Hashem? Right. Like, I would have thought I'd rather get a bracha from Hashem. It's like a... A, we- a weaker bracha. Directly. Right. God gave it to mankind right. to give Well, I think Hashem answers that question. He says in the Chumash, in our parsha, he says, He says, The Kohanim will place my name. So all brachas are conduit. Right. But I will agree and I will ultimately give that I think blessing. That's what happens with Avram also. It's anyone who blesses you, I will bless them. Right. 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 I think the Uraim says, I mentioned the Uraim before. He says the mitzvah of listening to the Kohen's bracha is to listen, accept the bracha, that you agree to accept it, um, and to believe that Hashem will bless you, will, will give you this bracha, regardless of the level of the Kohen. You know, it's not the Kohen blessing you, ultimately it's Hashem. So it's, it's, there's a responsibility also for the person who's blessed. Um, and, but there was another, there was another thing that I, that I wanted to bring out that I thought this measure interesting about. That the measure says that there's a choice to be made. I mean, if I were, I, what I was thinking, what struck me about this measure is like this: the measure is saying that humanity is empowered to bless themselves and each other. Something that used to be relegated only to God is now a human charge. But together with that comes discernment. You have to decide who am I going to bless? What am I going to bless? What is considered bracha? What's not considered bracha? And those two things come together. Yes, we have to, we have to be the source of bracha. We have to bless each other. Um, we also have to know what does that mean, right? Avram didn't choose to give the bracha to, Yat, to Yishmael, right? Yitzchak doesn't choose to give the bracha to Esau. So we also have to have that discernment. So it's a power, it's empowering. Because you're given that power, now you have to be mindful of where right. the bracha's going. If, right. if we didn't have the power, if God's giving the bracha directly, right. like, for example, we don't even put much thought to it. Right, like Noah, right? Hashem blesses Noah and his sons. When he was blessing Noah and his sons and his family, he was not blessing the rest of the world that had just been destroyed right. in the flood, right? But Hashem made that choice. Noah didn't make that, that choice. Right, Noah just went over Well, Noah built the ark, but that was all he needed to do. The blessing was given by Hashem, but, but Avram had a tough call, and that was a really tough call for Avram, right? Like you mentioned, um, Avram, want, Avram really wanted Yishmael to be his heir, just like Yitzchak wanted Esau to be his heir. And the, the, I think that the hardest choice that Yitzchak makes in the Chumash is to not choose Esav. The hardest choice that Avraham makes sending is, out Yishmael. is sending out Yishmael, but also the Akedah of Yitzchak 
um, right, the Medrash says that when Hashem told Avraham to sacrifice Yitzchak, Avraham kept saying, no, oh, maybe I should sacrifice Yishmael. Right? Because Yishmael... Because he, he thought Avraham wanted Yishmael to be his chosen son. Sacrificing is a good thing, you're saying. Sacrificing that right. way was the, was the good thing, right? Right? He says, uh, And Avraham keeps saying, yeah, you mean Yishmael. Which one? I love both my sons. They're both, uh, each one is from his right. from his family. family. Their wives. Right. As Yitzchak. No, I mean Yitzchak. So there was a lot, both Avraham and Yitzchak pushed back against Hashem, against the choice that, that, they, were, that they, were, they had to make. So bracha is a very complicated thing. And I, I think that's encapsulated in this medrash. And then when you get back to the uh, Berakas Kohanim, so the, the Kohanim, they have it very simple, Right? The Kohanim's, they just, they know. They get up on Yantif, or really every day, or really in the base of Mikdash, it was done after certain Karbanos. Um, and they get up, and they bless the people who are nearby. That's, that's their application. It's pretty straightforward. There's not so much discernment. They even get a repeat after me with the Chazan helping out. Right, <laughs> the Chazan tells exactly, so you should say. Um, but the... But it, it's re- I think the, the charge of discerning here is, is a real charge. Um, so I think that this brings, brings an adrasha. The reason I thought, again, the reason I, I like this medrash for adrasha is because it's empowering of people to be blessers. It says you can make a difference. You, and God will, God, Hashem says, I will agree, I will support your choice. But you have to make a choice. It's a third thing. You have to be very careful how you apply that bracha. So for developing the drasha, we'll have to decide or see if we can work in all those points. So or I think... maybe focus... Like, it's easy to drop the, the bracha part. I don't know if you'll want to do this. But you can focus on the decisions we make and the ability that God... It, gives us the ability to make these important decisions. Right. But and then decisions, maybe you'll talk about where you want to go to college and what you want to do in life. Right. So I think that, I think that I wouldn't want to make it so narrow just about decisions. I would take decisions of blessings. But then because, it's really hard to think. I, so you have to take, you have to take blessing and make it broader. Yeah. So right? that's what How I would you do that? We have to do. What do you recommend? Well, I was raising that issue for you. <laughs> so I think we can be sources of blessing the um, Shmi using Hashem's name, using the I mean Hashem represents to us in this world blessing. We also represent specific midos, attributes like kindness and truth right. and compassion, and that is the bracha of Hashem. Ba'ani of Those are the brachas of Hashem. That's how we um, bless the people around us. Is this just then related to the Or Lagoyim and Kiddush Hashem? Is that how you're broadening bracha? I think that's too broad. I wouldn't make it so broad as just like, you know, inspiring humanity. I think it means when you... We have to recognize that we are empowered to affect other people's right. lives for the good. For the we good. To allocate that good. We can only do so much and choosing what things to do is that right or, or you have to you, you can empower you can make things great but you have to choose wise you know somebody just told me a, a story um, I think it was about Rabbi Lukstein and Rabbi Lukstein was once walking into Shul and KJ and as he was walking in a man was walking out they didn't know each other and Rabbi Lukstein uh, puts his hand on, on this man's shoulder and he says I don't know who you are 
but I've seen you come to shul a couple of times on Shabbos, and you look like something's something's bothering you. What's bothering you? And the man told Ray Lukstein that he was going through this terribly troubling uh, ordeal, and and with Ray Lukstein worked with this person for three months to uh, to help him through his ordeal, to get him help for the things that he needed. Um, and that was like, so that's two things. It has bracha. I mean, he, this person was suffering, and Ray Lukstein was his bracha. He took the midos of chesed, of compassion, of, uh, of, of, of caring for somebody else, but he also did it with discernment. I mean, he could have just walked by. He didn't know the person. The person didn't say anything to him. He but, could have also just said hello. Right. And then walk by. And then even if you were being kind, right. saying hello, right. but not ignoring him, but it's also recon- you know, choosing to recognize that ah, there's meaning, something off. That's really good. So the medrash is the, the, and the choice in the medrash is to not select something. Don't choose Ishmael. Yeah. Don't choose Esav. But maybe our choice is to choose Yaakov, choose Yitzchak. Don't just, you know, half-heartedly support the, uh, the cause or half-heartedly greet the, uh, the person who's like really but there's, in pain. There is some truth to the fact that you can't spend three months helping each person in the room. Right. He, limited he chose this person to really help. Right. And, and I'm not that not that he's thinking of it like this, but there are other people in the room that he, he didn't make that choice. Sometimes, for. if you assume that they're really limited resources. I don't know if there are, obviously. There are limited resources. I think sometimes maybe that's part of said, the more you do, the more your capacity increases because you bring other people in and um, you empower them to help others. There's a that trickle effect. That might be effect. part of the bracha spreading. Oh, interesting. Interesting. The bracha spreads. If I, um, my word the Pasuk say that... Um, that, that, that Hashem says to Avraham that when they bless you, what does he say? Ve'yei um, bracha, you will be a blessing. Meaning when you bless somebody else, ve'yei bracha, you be that person becomes the bracha and they spread it further. And I was really thinking almost like the opposite of what I think you guys are saying is that I only have, I have limited resources. If I want to help, if I want to volunteer for the show, and volunteer for the school, and volunteer for this, and volunteer for that. So then you spread yourself too thin. And you get nothing done. You didn't really make the decision, and then you didn't get it knocked done. But if you really put thought to, well, this is what I this is what I want to devote myself to, then you can really make a big difference in that. I mean, there are times when, just like where the Yaakov gave a bracha to all his children, sometimes you're able to oh, give your bracha to everything, and sometimes you have to really think, where is my bracha going right. to go? interesting. I was talking to a friend recently, I think he, he's a listener, about that he just started first of all if he's a listener he must be a big tzaddik we'll get, we want to give whoever that person yeah. is a shout out for being such a tzaddik but he he just started working recently and he gives Meister 10% to tzaddaka I told you he was a tzaddik so now he's he's been thinking well now this is a, a much bigger decision than it used to be for him when he wasn't making a lot of money to give some tzaddaka well now he's making lots of money <laughs> so he really has to put more thought into where he's going to give his right. money. He Maybe you should to, support our podcast. Certainly. Where, where, where are they supposed to send the money to? What's... They can make it out to cash. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking with this idea, especially you mentioned it before. I don't know if we got back to it enough, but sometimes the bracha went to everybody, like Yaakov, and sometimes the bracha was 
Yeah, that's, a very, that's a very interesting point. But I think I just took us a totally different I direction. Was, I, I was know just reading you. a book, and I, I think when you, you mentioned me, a po- you suggested a podcast that I got the book. I forgot what it's called, not, but it's about the ability to say no to essentialism. Things. Essentialism. So, like, that's that idea is that, like, if you keep saying yes to everything, you're going to mm. end up overloading. Right. You have to learn to say no. Right. To help your yes, but you need both. That much so you better. need no. You need a, you need a focus. You need no, but you also have when you say yes, you have to really say yes, right? You have to be right. you have to be willing to be a source again, being a source of bracha. We let's spell it. I think we're all thinking it, but like part of like we, the story of the Ray Lookstein, being a bracha means taking that your presence in somebody's life, your actions in their in their experience elevates them and makes them better. Could be better people, could be um, a better situation. But so when you're doing that, you have to do it for real. You have to really, really be in it to, to help them out. And that's what I mean, that's what Abraham is in the world. Look at I mean look at Noah, right? Because of Noah, humanity continued. That's a bracha. Right? Because of Abraham, monotheism spreads in the in the world. Right, because of because of the Shvatim, the twelve the twelve sons of Yaakov, the Jewish people exist. So these are these are great blessings. These are great brachos. Right. And so what, let's apply it. How do we apply it to? So just uh, to clarify, though, this is your your medrash. You're going to give the drush at the end. Do you want to move away from the idea that when you're selecting this, you're not selecting something else? Yeah, I don't want to so, talk so much okay, about so that. We'll because that, that could be a different drasha for a different yeah, time. But, yeah. Okay, so let's... I think essentialism is, is good, but I don't... Well, that's not where we're headed. Right. Okay, good. Right. I want a bracha, I, want, I, I think when I would want to give a drasha, a bracha, I want it to be positive, because that's the resonance of, of bracha. Even though you're right, when you do positive things, you have to do it with, right. with, uh, with care. So how do, we, uh, how do we apply this? How do we apply the concept of empowering people to be sources of bracha, how do we and and being all in? So, I, I would, the, what I was thinking is, let's say Hashem had not told Abraham that you are a blesser. Let's say Hashem had not told the Kohanim you can give brachos to Jewish people. So, would they go around giving brachos? No, no, because they didn't. They they don't know that. They don't know no, that they have, they have that power. Right? They don't know that they're empowered in that. When they're empowered, they Hashem tells them, so, oh, well, that's a responsibility. Once you're telling me that I can be effective, now I have to go do that. Right now, Cohen says, oh, I better be there in time for Musaf, or else I'm going to miss my opportunity to, uh, to give the bracha on Shavuos. So I think for us, that's also true. Once we're told that we can be forces of good in the people's lives, usually the people who we know, sometimes even just... Um, people who you don't know so well, strangers. But once you know that you can do that, you know that you have the power to change people's lives, and you know that often it doesn't even cost you anything, well, then I have responsibility to look for those opportunities. We just finished, uh, we just celebrated Shavuos, so we finished Pirkei Avos. It's just reminiscent of the mission of Chaviv in Yisrael, that they, they're created, the Jewish people, the entire humanity is created by Tzal Malkin, but Chaviv in Yisrael, that they were told that they're created Betzel Malakim. Ava Yaseir, I think the Medrash yeah, says. It's an extra, it's an added level, so maybe it's that right. same idea. Medrash, that, I think Mishnah says, Chavi Yashal Sheh Nikru Banim Lamakom, Ava Yaseir Nitnu Lahem Sheh Noda, something like that. They, 
they're, they're, they're beloved that they are the children of Hashem, but not only that, they're actually told that they're the children of Hashem. And that gives Hashem. them the ability to now help. Right. It gives them, it gives them the responsibility also. I think another type of example is uh, a man who's an Avil for the year. So they get, they're saying Kaddish and saying Davening for the Ahmad and saying Baruchu. That's really a big part of the, the Minog of Davening for the Ahmad to say Baruchu and blessing to... Oh. And Kaddish is supposed to be a... I guess a bracha for the neshama for the mm-hmm. deceased, and like like you said with the kohanim that they make sure to come in time for musaf. People who are staying cottage for the year, men and women come. They try to make sure to they be there to say cottage. They don't want to miss an opportunity to say cottage. Uh, uh, so it shows the per- the person what their what their potential is. It's a right, when when you realize the thing that I do really has the ability to be this bracha for something. So then you take it very seriously. Right. Right. So I, I think that's, that's, those types of things are a good application. The, the observ- because what this medrash is about is recognizing that we're empowered, recognizing that we matter, and, and that, we, that therefore we have a responsibility to share that. I think that's a very important message. There, there are stories of people... Uh, mentioned that like they felt like they could never get on time to shul, and then when they were saying kaddish, suddenly they were always there to say their kaddish, and then even after their year of avelus was up, they still they maintain that. Right. Where did that come from? It's it's the, just they recognize that they now have that they they could do that. They have that ability, and then they took on that responsibility and said like this is something that I have to do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes we we challenge ourselves and we realize that there's much more in us than we uh, than we thought. Okay, I think that there are a couple of threads here that we can that we can string some of them together um, into a drasha. I think I'm going to focus on the concept of empowerment and responsibility, being empowered to be a blessing, um, and I'm going to use that for my drasha. Okay, ready? Go for it. Here we go. Our parsha, parshas naso has in it some of the most famous psukim ever said from one person to another, Yivrecha Hashem Yishmrecha. The Kohen blesses the Jewish people that God should bless you, God should watch you, God should care for you. And the Medrash says over here that it's so interesting that people are blessing people. It used to be that at the time of creation, God blessed Adam, God blessed Noah. But once Avraham comes onto the scene, Hashem tells Avram that I want you to give the blessings. And the Medrash continues to say that Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, each of them gave blessings. Avram blesses Yitzchak, Yitzchak blesses Yaakov, Yaakov blesses his children. But each one had a choice. Who's going to be included? Do we include Esav? We don't include Esav. Do we include Yishmael in this bracha? We don't include Yishmael in this bracha. And I think that what this Medrash is telling us is that there are two facets, two sides of the coin of blessing. The first is empowerment. The first is knowing that what you do for other people and to other people really matters to them and that you can be a power and a force of good. You can make them feel really, really special. Or if they need help, whether they know it or not, you can be that source of good. You can direct them, you can support them. 
call them each day, text them, how are you doing, what's going on, is it all right? You can be the bracha in somebody else's life. It used to be only Hashem. But God tells us, God tells us in this week's parsha that no, it's not only me anymore. You have to be part of it as well. And the second part is a responsibility. The blessing that the Kohen gives is not a rishus. It's not optional. The blessing the Kohen gives is a mitzvah. It's one of the 613. And the Kohen has no right to refuse to give that bracha. And we too have to realize that when, we're empo- when we are empowered to be blessers, mivarchim. So that's not a right. That's an obligation. And we need to, you have the eyes of blessers. We need to look around with the responsibility of sharing God's bracha. We have to look around at the people who we know, the people who we love, the people near us, and the people far from us. And as we look at them, we have to say, if I'm a blesser, how am I going to add that blessing to this person's life? How am I going to uplift them? How am I going to be the support that they need on an ongoing basis? It's a responsibility. But it's a responsibility that has come down through history. It's a responsibility that has come down from heaven to earth. And we need to pick it up. We need to shoulder it. And we need to show Hashem that we want to be Mivarchem. We want to be those who bless not only takers, we want to be givers. You know what? I'm really glad we got to study this Parsha together. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do. And I'm glad we got to learn this. Have a wonderful Shabbos.